Gino um, is, was the author of Traction. And that is a process in which people can uh, run their business in a very efficient and progressive way of growth. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Welcome to the show, Gino. Thank you, Michael. I am thrilled to be here, brother. Oh my gosh. So uh, for everybody, Gino and I just met because his people and my people have been talking for the last six months. <laughs> and uh, it's been really exciting to get to know you in the green room. And I am super excited to be talking today about the 10 disciplines, because as the listeners know, you have to have discipline as an entrepreneur. And, the, and I was really excited when I heard this concept that you've, you, you put in the back of your EOS life book, but now I'm hearing in next March of 2024, you're going to have a full fledged full length book, uh, uh, pulling out these 10, uh, these 10, uh, disciplines for entrepreneurs. And I think that it's a, such a, a great idea. Um, I read through some of the, the cheat sheets and, and I'm just. I just can't wait to maybe just dive into a couple of them today because we're not going to have a time sure. to go all 10 and I don't want to jam too much in. So we'll definitely, I always, always already feel like we're, we're going to have another conversation. But you, for those who don't know, Gino um, is, was the author of Traction. And that is a process in which people can uh, run their business in a very efficient and progressive way of growth in a measured way of growth. And in, um, I came across traction through one of my employees and uh, I read the book and I'm like, wow, we kind of do uh, a lot of the same things, but he really spelled it out really well. So I'm really excited about this upcoming book because spelling out the discipline of doing business is huge. So what brought you to want to write such, I would say, I mean, that's a, that's an impactful book. Like that's just a big topic. So, what drove you to write this book? Well, it's uh, I'll give you a little bit of a lead into it because as I look back, there's an order that I would have written the books that I've written, but I didn't write them in this order. So I'm just going to okay. lay it out in, a, in an efficient way because I basically I'm a guy that is passionate about helping entrepreneurs. That's what I do from kind of cradle to grave. And so at the beginning of the entrepreneurial journey, I wrote something called Entrepreneurial Leap that helps any entrepreneur that thinks they might be an entrepreneur take their leap and increase their odds of success. Then I wrote Rocket Fuel to help that entrepreneur who's a visionary find their integrator counterpart and kind of grow to the next level. Then there's traction in EOS, which is what you're talking about. That helps that entrepreneur run that business like a Swiss watch. Then there's EOS Life, which helps them live their ideal life. Then that takes us to 10 disciplines, which helps that entrepreneur truly maximize their freedom, creativity, impact, energy, really free their true selves to make a bigger impact on the world and have more peace. And so that's what this content is all about for any entrepreneur that wants to manage and maximize their energy. And where it came from was it just so happened for our EOS conference about four years ago, it was time for me to give a new talk. And I just simply decided to share 10 things that I've been doing for almost 25 years in my life to live the life that I had lived. Mm. And so I shared them and it stuck. 
And then I shared it the following year and it just kind of really took off from there. That's when I put it in the back of the EOS Life book. And that's where now my partner, Rob Dubay and I have joined forces. And that's where we're now writing the big book, taking people all the way to the depths of these 10 disciplines to truly maximize their impact and their peace. This book is going to be something that will be read over and over by its readers because discipline, I don't know if you ever uh, read the book, uh, into, um, what is it called? IQ. So it's uh, not e EQ, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, emotional intelligence. Intelligence, right? That book I've probably been reading for six years. Whenever, whenever it first came out, I started reading that thing and I have read through and parts of over and over. It's just one of those ones that comes back. And I feel like this is going to be one of those books because mm. you're not going to just read through 10 disciplines and go, I got it. See you later. Right. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, now that's a discipline. And you're going to not going to be a master at any of them when you first start. Some of them might be really strong at and other you're going to go, wow, I really need to work on that. And that maybe that's going to be the chapter or the section of the book that you'll focus on there. So I'm really excited for you on that because there's so many things you can do with those. So real quick, what are the 10 uh, disciplines, the titles of the 10 disciplines? Yeah, so at a high level, uh, discipline one is 10-year thinking. Number two is take time off. Number three is know thyself. Number four is be still. Number five is know your 100%, your work container. Number six is say no, dot, 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 often. <laughs> Number seven is don't do $25 an hour work. Yes. Number eight is prepare every night. Number nine is put everything in one place. And number 10 is be humble. I love all of those. And as I was, we were talking before the show, uh, so many of those things that I have over the years learned uh, as a person, not just an entrepreneur, but as a person, you know, the, the be still, know thyself, uh, say no often. That's a hard one to do as an entrepreneur, right? That's like, especially in marketing, because marketing changes so fast, right? And just recently we had AI come on the board and everybody's like, Buzz, you're going to run into AI, right? You're got, this is your thing. Like you love technology. This is automation. This is, this is you, man. I'm like, no. And they're like, what? It's like, it's not going to replace us. It's not the new thing. It's a, a new thing, but it's not the new thing. Right. And I had to say no, like a bunch of times in the last 12 months of like, I'm just not going to be another talking head talking about AI. Right. Yeah. And it's actually opened us up to being the people who are going well, we don't want AI or we like to keep our personality. So what are other ways, what are other places that you see entrepreneurs needing to say no more to? Hmm. Well, I want to back up to something you said and then answer that question directly. Beautiful. Because love I, it. Loved, I loved your analogy or example in using emotional intelligence as content that it is limitless at the depths to which you can go, it, I mean, you it, it's never ending the level of emotional intelligence you can gain as a human being. It's, 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 it's forever and practice. Endless. Right. And these disciplines are the exact same thing. There is no end at which you can go. So you can stay very surface with these disciplines or you can go all the way <laughs> to where you can literally free your true self, free your soul, let your freak flag fly, be yourself to all the world. And, and so it's interesting. You start with say no often. What's <laughs> tricky about that is the secret to saying no often is 
to the degree you live by the first five disciplines, and again, very quickly, 10-year thinking, take time off, know thyself, be still, and know your 100%. When those things are in place in your life, mm -hmm. you know exactly what to say no to. It is crystal clear. It's as easy as someone asking you to eat a worm. <laughs> you instantly default to saying no. You will say no that easily when it comes time to say no to things that just don't fit. Right. And so what we're talking about is setting boundaries. Right. Once you know exactly what your life looks like in the coming decades, mm -hmm. and you know your sweet spot as a human being and what your true purpose is and what your gift is to the world, and you're being still so that you are clear and you've kind of shed your stuff, when you have that level of clarity, all of a sudden, you know what to say no to. Your boundaries are clear and forward you go. I love that. And I think that, I mean, know thyself. I feel like there's a lot of people who talk about that, right? Um, there's a, a, probably a dozen books that I've probably read over the years about know thyself in some form, form or fashion. I think it's an extremely important discipline for sure. And staying true to yourself. You know, that's, that's definitely part mm -hmm. of that saying no is what I'm hearing from you. But the one that I want to back up to is the first, that is the 10 year vision. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something that I picked up from you, you specifically through traction and the EOS mm -hmm. system, the entrepreneur operating system for those who don't know what EOS stands for. And, um, that right there in just the last year has helped my team and me even explain when I make decisions not to do things because mm -hmm. I show them what that looks like in just three years. And if it can't make it to three years, as far as part of the, what, what's, what, we, what are we going to look like in three years? If it can't get past, to, if it can't get to there, it ain't going to happen in 10 years. Right. <laughs> and so now right. it's like, okay, you guys want to create this thing. Okay. How long is this thing going to last? Well, it's a fad. Okay. Well, we're not fad based marketers. What, what, what are you guys doing? They just want to sell something fast, right? They're, they're looking to help people right now. And I'm like, that's great. But what's yeah. going to help them 10 years from now? Because I want the clients that are with us 10 years, right? Yeah. And so if we have 10 year visions for our company, we can create 10 year visions for marketing for our clients. When mm. we start doing that and then showing them the short term gains of doing that, that's huge. So I, I think that, that, that know thyself, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't start with that one. <laughs> and is there a reason it's in that order? There, there really is. And I'll tell you, I wrestled long and hard about the order. And I was still wrestling up to six months ago, just so you know. <laughs> and there's, there's maybe two that I would flip, but it's, the la it's in the last five. It's not these. So I really believe it has to start with 10-year thinking. And what I would suggest you with 10-year thinking, you know, the discipline is to shift your mind from short-term thinking to thinking in 10-year timeframes. And so we're tricking your brain to think long-term because when you do, time slows down, you make better decisions, you literally will get there faster. So people underestimate what they can accomplish in a year, uh, overestimate, I'm sorry, what they go, can yeah. accomplish in a year, <laughs> as the old saying goes, and they underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. You can accomplish anything in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is to trick your brain and get time to slow down. That's the whole point. We're trying to calm your central nervous system. Mm. And then when I talk about there's no end in terms of the depth of these disciplines, I'm 
trying to get you to go beyond 10 years. 10 years is just the starting point. Mm. It's thinking in multi-decade terms where you get to a point where you realize there is no time. If you can get to a place where you understand there's plenty of time to do anything and everything you want to do, you will do it faster. You will do it better. Mm. It just literally gets you there faster. It's a very, very profound, powerful discipline. But it starts by tricking you because some people, I can't get them to think one year out into the future. <laughs> so what I trick we do is we'll have you write down the date 10 years from now, mm -hmm. your age, and just pick one thing 10 years from now that you want to accomplish. Doesn't matter what it is, but just pick one thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you get those neurons in your brain to shift to start to thinking into the future. But I know me, when I created EOS, I created EOS to last 100 years. In other words, I want it to be around. Whether or not it will or won't, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's been around for 23 years. Mm -hmm. And I know it's been around that long only because I was thinking in a 100-year time frame. I love it. When you think in those time frames, everything's better. I think that if you, you know, it's, it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to equate it to men's clothing. You have classic clothes that just never go out of style, right? Like there's just some certain types of cuts of jeans and certain types of slacks minus the pleats. Okay. Well, there's a couple of things out there, but, but there's those classics, right. That last, they, they transcend fast fashion and even generational fashion. Right. And it's because yeah. they cover the basic of the basics, the foundational pieces. Right. And those foundations yeah. don't move. So when you build something like EOS, maybe even the rule of 26, where it's based in things that don't move. Like they're just not going to change regardless of what you put it up against. You still can stack yeah. anything related to that foundation, right? Because it's built to do that. You built yeah, the OS me, to me, build anything yeah. onto it. Right. And here, here's a thought for you, because I don't know that I would choose clothing as a good analogy for this. It's a little, it it's a little shorter, but yes. <laughs> but, but, what, but what I would say to the 35-year-old entrepreneurs that just started their business and they want everything now, 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 uh -huh. and they're so focused and obsessed. And if I could just get them to see, first of all, mathematically, they're going to be around for at least 50 more years, five more decades. When you realize you have five decades right. to accomplish everything you want in your life, you will accomplish it faster. It will calm you down. You realize to yourself, why am I so obsessed about these next 12 months? So it, again, it just gets you to slow yourself down and make Better, much better decisions. And for me, it happened at 35 because I was that hard charging entrepreneur from 20 to 35. And man, when I discovered this, it, this calm came over me that I cannot explain, but I know it got me there faster That's and I made better decisions. I think that it, it, it takes the expiration date off of you. Yes. Because I remember exactly. in my 30s, I thought, man, if I don't figure this out in my 30s, I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> And, and here I am at 56 years old, and I feel like I'm only getting started. I literally feel like I've accomplished 3% of what I'm about to. And I've accomplished quite a bit by most you know, metrics yeah, and measurements. Sure. And here's the other point that's really important. You still have to have goals. You still have to have a one-year goals and a three-year picture and, and a 10-year and a target. Those things are all still very important. Mm -hmm. This is much bigger than that. This yes. is looking at your life and just looking in multi-decade timeframes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that when we start to like, I'm about to turn 50 here in a couple months and, you know, I'm about to, to embark on a three and a half week tour of the Mediterranean. Nice. 10 years ago, I was a struggling entrepreneur and my business was very 
uh, was on the right trajectory. But I personally was a struggling entrepreneur. I was living in entrepreneur poverty. I was married to my business. My business was my identity. All of those things, right? All the toxic mm -hmm. things that we we read about for the the burnout that that is being a, uh, a an entrepreneur that doesn't hasn't like, I don't know the word, I'm, I'm missing the word, but like we haven't discovered what it means to be the creator. Like we, we start these businesses coming from all of these uh, frameworks that other people set. And all of a sudden, now you're creating your own frameworks. And for some reason, we bring all that baggage, right? Me, it was military, right? I got to have rules. I got to be here. We got to, everything was very rigid, right? And I was in a creative I am in a creative industry, right? And it took me so long to realize like, wait a second, this is mine. So when I shut down a multi-million dollar creative agency so I could rebuild it in my, in my new mind's eye, that was one scary, but man, for the last four or five years, it has been, like you said, liberating. I can say no to here, here. so many new things because I know what it looks like when I say yes. And that's yeah. hard to tell somebody who hasn't been there yet. Yeah. And, you know, that you prompt two simultaneous thoughts. The first one is just, you know, so I'm speaking from experience, but also, you know, it's not like I was sitting at the top of the mountain at 35 when I decided to shift to this thinking, because what happened for me is I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. I achieved it by 31 and then I lost everything and I was $200,000 in debt at 32. So at 35, I was still digging out of that hole and building my business and creating EOS. And in that state, I said to myself, and I realized to start to think in timeframes like this. So no matter what your state, you will be better off thinking in multi-decade terms. And then I want to grab the second thing that you prompted and we can jump to the third discipline now, know thyself because you wish it were first. <laughs> uh, but again, I was I curious you, of why it wasn't first. I don't wish it. <laughs> I love that, but understand I've wrestled with it too, yeah. but you got to start with tenure. Then you got to move to taking time off. Right. Then we move to know thyself because now you're clear, you're more peaceful, you're more ready to have this conversation. And where I want to take you there very quickly is because the discipline here is to be you 100% of the time, 24-7, 365. And what you're describing about you is how you really started to know yourself. And I like to describe the process because here's another point where there's no end in sight to the depths of which you can go with knowing thyself. And I always talk about how it starts very superficial when you're learning your skills and your abilities. And then you start to go a level deeper and you start to learn your strengths and weaknesses and confront those. And then you go another level deeper and get into your personalities and your traits. And then we get to the good stuff, which is where you remove all of your blocks and shed all your shit and just really confront all the crap and shed it and let it go and just freely be you in this world. And so a quick story I love to tell is when I was 30 and my wife threw me a 30th birthday party, a surprise birthday party, I show up, 100 sets of eyeballs, yell surprise. I look around the room and there's six factions of my life, okay? So there's my business partners, my employees, my high school friends, my new friends, my, my family and my wife's family. And I looked around and I said, who in the fuck am I going to be today? Because I was literally six different people. I was a different person to every faction. You, you know how messed up that is? Oh, and so it was that day I said, from this day forward, man, I'm just going to be me. But the day I said that 25 years ago, 26 years ago, 
I'm still working on BNB. I'm still shedding stuff. It's all about just shedding all that mm. crap, freely being you. And then all of a sudden you're this entrepreneur creator who's the best to all of your people in your personal life and your business life. You're just a better person for everybody when you truly know thyself so you can fully be yourself. I think that you just that right there that the be yourself like it's kind of funny when we talk. Well, I have a friend who has a saying. He says, "Don't talk about it. Be about it." Right. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to recognize, like I know thyself, right? And knowing thyself can be seeing the good and the bad. Am I correct? Correct, hundred okay. percent. Then it's a matter of now go be the self you want to be, right? Mm -hmm. And shed, like you were talking about, you're shedding some of that baggage, and some of that baggage is sticky. It's got teeth, <laughs> man. Yeah. It sticks around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bet, man. We are all human beings, and if you don't think you got it, you're in denial. And someday it'll come up, but yes, it's sticky. It's sticky. And, and it's funny because we slip into when you're talking about all six of those people that you are, I, you know, I have my high school folks. I have my post high school friends. I have my military friends. I have my business friends. I have my family, my wife's family um, as well. Right. And I probably have a couple other factions in there somewhere. Oh, people that I just happen to know, like me and you know each other now. Right. But we don't hang out. Yeah. The next time we yeah. talk, it'll be like we hadn't we hadn't skipped a beat, but we haven't hung out, right? So we're we're different right. people here until you get exposed to people, right? So I I feel like you're you are different to other people. You feel like you you slip into those roles, right? So when all the Air Force guys now, Air Force and military just in, in general can be pretty crass, right? <laughs> they got yeah. really dry sense of humor. And they don't care who they tick off, right? So. Um, sometimes when I get around those guys, I slip back into, uh, what my, my wife calls the, uh, sorority buzz, the old air force, buzz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not that it's all bad, but it's not really all that good. Cause it was an immature version of me in my, my twenties. Right. Um, yeah. don't know why, why it's still even in my capabilities to be able to do that. Right. <laughs> and so I yeah. feel like people, when we hear that know thyself and then be thyself is that, like you said, 20 years later, you're still working on things that are just hanging on. Right. Mm -hmm. What, when you, is there a point where you ever felt like that's never going to get off? And what, and if so, what did you, what was your self-talk in that process? Yeah. Well, let me back up to a little bit of context on that because, um, you know, we're touching on certainly know thyself, but we're also touching on be still. OK, because the magic happens when you are still okay? mm -hmm. when you calm everything down and be still. So whether that's meditation, contemplation, prayer, journaling, whatever it is for you, I meditate. Meditation is what works for me. When you are still, there's a great quote by Dr. Doug Brackman, who says, when we are safe, the trauma comes up. Said another way, the trauma comes up when we are safe. And that just means when you're in a place of stillness or whatever that is, it will come up. It's always sitting there under the surface. And so some things, they come up quickly and you can process them. Sometimes you need to go get help. But nonetheless, fortunately, I'm happy to say so far, I've been able to process my stuff because most of it I can do myself because I've learned how to experience that feeling, that thought, that emotion, whatever that was that came up, and I can process it. We all can do that. 
But if you're not sophisticated enough yet, you got to go get help. And so if I can't process something, process something really heavy, I will go get help. I'll go talk to a therapist. I'll talk to somebody who I know has experienced this before. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty fanatical because I believe when you shed all that shit, as I keep saying, you know, shed all your stuff, mm-hmm. I know what's on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, when the ego dissolves and kind of goes to the back seat and your true self comes to the forefront to truly free that is worth everything and anything to me. So knock on wood so far, I've been able to process it all. But now that I said that, I probably jinxed myself and there's a doozy coming tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. It's funny that you said, you know, the humility, because I just saw or I just heard a quote from Mike Tyson of all people. And uh-huh. he was talking to somebody about um, wh- what does it feel like when you go into a room because you're well known, you're one of the most known people in, in the United States, you know, in this in uh, multi-generational now, right? What happens when you go into a room and nobody knows who you are? He says, that's the time that I cherish. Oh. It gives him humility. He says, that's mm. where you want to be. You want to realize that you're not everything you think you are. And mm. when you can grasp that, you can truly do anything. And it comes from the humility of that we're not as badass as we think we are. That's for sure, man. We are all just human beings, man. Yeah. So I just, I I really want to thank you for your time today. Um, I know you have some uh, resources you want to share with the audience that are free. Mm -hmm. They can grab them now. They do not have to wait till March to get the book. Can you share some of that information now? Absolutely. So first and foremost, if you go to the website, the10disciplines.com, that's the epicenter of everything I'm about to share. But the first is what we call the true self-assessment. It's an opportunity to fill out the assessment and you will get an instant answer on where you are on your journey on everything that we just talked about. It'll give you a score. It's very, very powerful. Number two, I would urge you to download the free ebook. So the 10 Disciplines free ebook, which is me teaching you these disciplines through that book and it's free. And then up and over that, just know we do offer group coaching and self-study programs, and you can go much deeper after that. But first and foremost, grab those two free tools and get your toe in the water and get to work.